This is Annie Grace, and you're listening to this Naked Mind podcast, where without judgment, pain, or rules, we explore the role of alcohol in our lives and culture. Hi, friends. It's Annie Grace with This Naked Mind, and today I have a question from Val. She says, I have a question for you. I am still struggling big time with quitting alcohol. I agree with all the liminal points, logics, and the principles behind this naked mind are amazing, and I 100% agree. I don't drink for the taste. I don't find it gives me courage. I don't think I need it in social situations, and it certainly hasn't helped me with stress. When I started the naked mind over a year ago, I was skeptical, especially about the socialization, and I now realize how wrong I was in holding that perception. When I'm sober, I have just as much fun as I ever did in the past, if not more, and I can abstain socially, but I can't seem to do so in regular day-to-day life. So in the past year, I've still not been successful in achieving 100% sobriety. The most I've done in a row is four days. Much like you were, I'm a bit intense in my work life. I'm a senior management position, and no one would ever notice I've had a problem. I run marathons. I go to the gym with my coworkers. They don't even know that I drink over a bottle of wine every single night. Only my husband knows this, and he doesn't even get mad. It's quite strange. I feel awful, and it makes my anxiety worse. I'm wondering what steps I should take now. I'm now on my fifth listen of your program, and I've listened to other things. Should I join AA? I keep waiting for the desire to drink to go away, um, but I still have this strong desire to drink, even though I no longer enjoy it, but I keep doing it. What gives? I'd love to hear from you. Um, And while I'm still functional and moving along in my career, I know at some point this is all going to fall apart. All right. So, Val, that is a great question. And um, I think there's probably a few things going on here. And and I'm going to give, you know, advice and hopefully you can find some some next steps in your journey. Um, I think one of the things that happens is that we have to get over the physical withdrawals of alcohol. Alcohol takes seven to 10 days to leave your system. And if you've only made it four, you're going through some of the most intense physical aspects here. So I think there could be a physical thing. And for some people, you know, they have to actually be separated from alcohol in order to get over the physical withdrawals because they can be that intense. So I think that's something to consider and something to look at. Um, Another thing is in order to get over those physical withdrawals, you have to make such a firm decision that you're going to do this for a certain amount of time. And I mean, this is like a burn the boats type of commitment. And so it's quite possible that you just haven't made a really firm decision about drinking, that you still left the door open. I think the case is that you'll always find a reason if you've still left the door open to drink, especially if you're physically, you know, withdrawing and dependent. Physical withdrawals can create so much anxiety and unrest. And I mean, alcohol makes you have this really intense withdrawal. And that's just a a reality of it. I've just um, been in contact with William Porter. He's the author of a book that I highly recommend called Alcohol Explained. And he actually goes into detail about really the physical withdrawals that happen kind of chemically in your body. And that can be something to get over. So without this all or nothing decision, you are going to be really uncomfortable. And, And if you're not willing to be uncomfortable to get through it, I think that all or nothing decision is almost key, paramount. Um, I think it's like if you decide, okay, I'm going to try not to drink and you go out to a social situation or you're at home and you try not to drink, you're probably going to drink. But if you are firm in your commitment, like there is no way and I've told this many people and I've gotten rid of all the alcohol in my house and I'm doing this for sure, um, then 
you're going to be much more successful. So I think that's one thing to look at is how firm is your commitment to it. And a lot of times people get tripped up because they are looking to make, okay, a forever commitment. And that can be terrifying. And you can say, well, how can I make a firm commitment forever? And rightly so. I mean, how can you know how you're going to feel in a year? How can you know how you're going to feel in six months? And so the brain tricks you and says, okay, well, a firm commitment forever isn't possible. So I, I just waver in this commitment. So what I would highly recommend is making a firm commitment for a period of time that will get you past the withdrawal. So minimum of 30 days, minimum of 30 days. You can do this for 30 days. So make this really firm commitment for 30 days. And your question comes at such a good time because I'm actually launching something that I'm calling the alcohol experiment. And it's a beta launch test. And um, I will private message you the link because just a few people are going to be in this beta launch test. I'll actually put it below this live video so anybody watching it can join. But what it's going to be is it's going to be a 30-day experiment. Let's try it out. Let's see how it goes. Let's see if everything I'm claiming is true. But you have to get past the physical part first, and that takes seven to 10 days. And so by that burn the boats commitment that I'm all in commitment, I can do this no matter what for 30 days, that often can be the catalyst to like the lifetime you want of being free from alcohol. Um, and then second, you know, you went through all these benefits, but I feel like there's got to be some benefit that you still believe there's some reason besides the physiological that you're probably still picking up that drink. So really go through the, those moments right before you drink, right before you drink. What is it that you're thinking? And really try to be mindful of that. And if the benefit is simply relieving the craving, that's often the case because cravings can be so intense and so undesirable that the only benefit you see is just relieving that really uncomfortable feeling of craving. And craving is one of the worst feelings. Um, there is a great thing called urge surfing, which I've talked about before, and I'll post that link below too. But urge surfing is something that I've found to be the most useful in overcoming cravings. And it is all about just becoming really mindful of it and putting kind of, okay, I feel this really intensely. I'm going to give myself 10 minutes to just feel this. If in 10 minutes I'm totally miserable and this hasn't abated at all, or if in 20 minutes, okay, I'm going to give myself permission, but I'm going to give myself 10 minutes. And just that stop can often, you'll see that urge peak and then come back down and you can overcome that. So I think that's really important. And then we've talked about the physical part. And in terms of AA, I think one of the benefits of AA that's brilliant and amazing is, is well, two, two benefits. Number one is you're doing it with real live people, face-to-face, -face, real live people, people to sit there and say, hi, you know, this is my name. This is where I'm from. I live down the street, whatever people keeping you accountable in person, you know, and that is invaluable. So being able to go and share your experience with real live people, I think is phenomenal. And the other thing is they highly recommend 90 meetings in 90 days. And that's because we have this time at, you know, at the end of the day when you'd normally drink where you can go to a meeting and you can do a replacement. So you take this habit of drinking and then you take this habit of going to this meeting with all these other people and you replace it. And I think that can be absolutely brilliant for somebody who just can't break out of this. There is, you know, so much support there. And I think that you don't have to necessarily buy into everything. And I've heard that recently, you don't even have to introduce yourself as an alcoholic if you don't want to give that message to your subconscious. But you can go there and just transpose this habit for that habit in that arena. So, you know, certainly don't be unwilling to do that. I think that that can be something that really helps. So I'll post these links below. 
I think that this is, you know, so important to just the four day mark tells me that you just haven't got past the physical withdrawals. And I think that really, once you can get 30 days under your belt, you probably would see the world completely differently and you'd probably be ready. So, you know, maybe you want to join for this alcohol experiment. I'm hoping to launch it. I don't have a launch date yet, but I'm hoping to launch it soon. And then maybe you want to try out some other resources. And I'd highly recommend Alcohol Explained by William Porter. I'll put that link here too. But thanks, Val. It's such a good and such an important question. This has been Annie Grace with This Naked Mind Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. You can learn more at thisnakedmind.com. And please remember to rate, review, and subscribe as it really helps us spread the word.